Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Ouch. Welcome in to episode number 139 of the Talking the Line podcast, where you never know what rabbit hole we're going to go down, but you know we're going to cover sports gambling, we're going to cover insights analysis and everything in between on this beautiful October 5th. 2021. Now, if you are a member of the TTL faithful, you know where we go on Tuesdays. If you just stumbled upon us on Twitter, maybe on YouTube, wherever, we are about to recap everything from week four of the NFL season. But before we do, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube go ahead and hit that notification bell over there as well that way you never miss the start of a live show or any additional ttl crew content dropping like the wise words podcast every wednesday episode five coming this wednesday live and in prime time at you but If you are listening on your favorite podcast directory, that uh, Wise Words podcast is also available there. But make sure you hit the subscribe button there too, so you never miss the drop of any audio as we do release it after every live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. You got a couple extra seconds. Hey, get done smashing that uh, notification bell subscribe button. Smash the like button, drop a comment, leave us a rating, hop on over in the live chat if you are watching live on YouTube. Maybe hit that share button, send it on over to your friends, brothers, sisters, uncles, neighbors, enemies, anybody you so please. The TTL pod is for all, first time better to the Daily Degenerate. Let's cash some tickets. Can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do, and it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least... Head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. In that link tree, you will locate the TalkintheLine.com website, all of the TTL Crew social platforms, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, Joining us on episode number 139, almost to 141, shy, about to cross another milestone. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Soroka, and I can't thank you enough 
for choosing to stop by on this beautiful Tuesday of bets. Beautiful AL Wild Card Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. So you don't have to check your calendar anymore. I hope you feel the vibes permeating off of me. Wore my Chicago Shy Cup shirt coming off of a beautiful 6-4 preseason victory. RR Blackhawks over the Detroit wet Red Wings yesterday. So just had to get a little bit in there. Next Tuesday. Oh, it'll be next Wednesday after the NHL season starts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bust out the old stadium series Ooh, from 2018 for the Can't show. But hey, 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 wait a minute. I've done too much talking and failed to do one thing. You've heard a voice in the background if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory, but you're seeing him live and in prime time on YouTube. The man that sits to my left every single episode of the TTL pod and the Wise Words podcast, and then any other content that we so put out, he joins me with it. The second half of the TTL Sports Media crew, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and TTL resident cheese head himself, Mr. Riley Armags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, no complaint. Actually, hang on, hang on. We got a little bit of a uh, lightning outside. We're going to have to whoa, uh, whoa, put yeah. this whole show on hold for uh, about 40 minutes, get a little yeah. lightning delay out in here. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. Power's fine. Everything's good. Power's but, uh, fine. Everything's cool, but the roof, the roof <laughs> is just in question. Not sure. Hey. But a little hiatus. All jokes aside, I am fantastic. We had a nice evening last night. You mentioned we've got a wild card coming up. I am juiced for it. Got a little. I put a little action so far. Not sure where I'm going for the winner quite yet. I might have a little opinions later on in the show, but I am ready to dive deep, my man. My White Sox get uh, kicked off Thursday afternoon. Glad we don't have to sweat any uh, do-or-die AL wildcard action. Get a nice little five-game series to uh, I see who the best team is between the Astros and the White Sox, so I'm juiced for it, man. Most definitely. I uh, I say I'm pretty juiced for that as well. Uh, you know, be a, being, <laughs> uh, be being from Chicago, as much as I hate the South Siders, the old black and white pinstripes uh definitely gonna be fun and i hope they do beat the astros so uh pretty excited to see that we'll see what happens there uh wild card action tonight dude i cannot wait yankees red sox um if i'm not mistaken the season series is 10-9 in favor of the red sox right now so holy shiitake mushrooms uh we might have a little bit of value we'll uh we're gonna dive deep after the show kind of see where some money moves some things flow most definitely i've seen a few things uh actually i saw right before we kicked off i saw someone already tweeted out can't remember what book it is off the top of my head already someone already put 100k on uh on yankees money line okay so well that would even the series this is yeah this is a game, though, and obviously we'll talk about it more, but this is a game where I find it tough to look at money movement on this because so many – the Yankees fan base runs so deep. They've got sure. so many people with deep, deep pockets that are going to put money yeah. like that no matter what. So That is a good point. I don't know how much they will put into that, but I'm. Uh, we can talk about it later, obviously. Sure. But this ain't a baseball yeah. show today. We ain't wasting time with baseball. Maybe, maybe at the end of the show yeah. when we get to the very end of everything right now – it is all about NFL, and we know why you came here. But before we get into everything recapping week four, we got to recap something else. Us being a full transparency show, we always share our winners and our losers. Some days we will have losers, but we always tell you to follow us with our units. We will be able to overcome some of these losing days and recoup. And if you listen to that message... You got to recoup last night, baby. I'm telling you, one losing day. Back it up with 10 winning days. We will be okay. Let me put up yesterday's plays. 
I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. I gotta go find an open mic somewhere, my friend. Look <laughs> live and in prime time. Def Jam poetry? Yes, sir, we have. <laughs> my best bet's left side of your screen. If you tailed me, you went two and one. Chargers minus three, the under 51 and a half. Took a little bit of coyons to uh, take that under there, but. Wasn't uh, much of a sweat. No sweat whatsoever. Wasn't much of a sweat. Uh, you just kinda had to uh, be a little ballsy there at the little beginning bit. with uh, how everything was playing out, but. Then again, we said it pre-show. We kind of predicted how uh, exactly how 100%. that game was going to play out. But Austin Eckler didn't get involved much in the passing game. Only 28 yards. Uh, was a monster on the ground. 117 yeah. rushing yards. Holy shit. Uh, right side of your screen. Above us. Up there. My partner's uh, best bets. He went 2-0. and oh. uh, We both were on the Chargers minus 3. So he got that cashed as well. If you wrote him with uh, Keenan Allen under 82.5 receiving yards, that was easy no money sweat. as well. Had a couple catches early in the first quarter, but it was like, only a few yards. I was a little I nervous. It was like 42. 42 I think it was 32, actually. 32 or 36. Doesn't it was matter. somewhere right in there. Either way, it was uh, plenty no under no matter no how. If you tailed the crew yesterday, you went 3-1 and one, up just under two full units. Mm-hmm. So absolutely beautiful day of Monday night yeah. football when you can do that. That is what we love, and that's what we're here for, my friends. So there they are, yesterday's best bets. Now, always, mind of a goldfish. We're already into week five. We've been checking out week five. Most We've been definitely. doing some things already, but... We got to go briefly back to the past. Yes. And then we'll come back to the future. I promise. No worries at all. We will have the week five look ahead, best bets gambling preview on tomorrow's show. But in order to formulate accurate opinions, we got to talk a little bit about week four and dish out a full weekly recap. I told you at the top of the show, if you did not know, my friends, these things get wild. We get a little bit heated. We have a little bit differing of opinions from time to time. He gets to talk about his pack and cheese head out, but also give some unbiased analyst, analytical opinions. Analyst is what we are over here. As well as I get to talk about my bears. Now, we got plenty to talk about on those boys sure, uh, sure. here. We got plenty to talk about everywhere. So, my friends, lock in, strap in. You saw us. We already... Uh, Click the old seatbelts here this morning. Yeah. One final thing we must do. To you. To me. And all you beautiful people drinking the black elixir of the gods out there, take your sip and let's get on with the damn recap. Oh! (laughs) What'd you put in that coffee, man? It's your coffee, pal. Oh, that's right, it is. Oh, what'd I put in that coffee? That was a three-sipper today. Holy shit. Okay, we're going to have to come back to that a few more times. Either way, if you guys are uh, cannot tell, I've had about six of those already this yeah. morning. It <laughs> is show time. Let's go. First things first, let's dive into yesterday's matchup, my friend, because it is, you know, top of mind. It's where we're uh, most recently been. It's where we most recently capped. It's where we most recently watched. The... Las Vegas Raiders traveled back to their original hometown of Los Angeles, and they played the now L.A. Chargers, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers. The Chargers got the job done, my they friend. They sure did. 28-14, to 14, a two-touchdown game at home. Everybody was talking about how it was a Chargers home game. Mm-hmm. There was a sea of black there. It was no denying it. A lot. I had a... Uh, few people that I follow that were at the game that follow us back to and they were saying when the Chargers came out it was just nothing but booze raining yeah. down and when the Raiders came out everybody was hyped yeah. it was awesome it was cool so 
I pretty much, I kind of predicted it on Twitter. I tweeted out, I said, hey, you know, the worldwide leader is uh, tw uh, hyping up this air show here today, and I don't think we're fucking seeing it. I really, really yeah. don't. And we kind of did, but not really like how everybody expected. They expected no. another 35, 38 mm -hmm. overtime game. Right. And unfortunately, that's just not what we got. Yeah. And we kind of predicted, uh, yeah, not to pack, continue to pat our own backs here, but we kind of predicted, uh, much like a couple of the other quarterbacks that have been playing well through the early part of the season, we kind of predicted a, uh, a little bit back down to earth for Derek Carr, and that's what we saw. But, you know, I'm not going to, you know, sell all of my – I can't say that I have too much Derek Carr stock, but I'm not going to sell what stock I do have because the Chargers do uh, play the – defend the deep ball well, the deep uh, big plays like we mentioned yesterday. So tough to rely on only Darren Waller in games like this. And, uh, you know, the Chargers are a team that uh, – pretty damn complete team that can take away and limit just about anything and do just enough on offense to win games like these and, you know – Ah, this is a speaking, damn good football team. Speaking of Darren Waller, taunting question no. mark? No, absolutely Opinions, not. thoughts? Uh, no, I tweeted that out yesterday. I do not want to live in a world where that's taunting. I don't. No, I don't Absolutely either. not. I think that's total bullshit. Now, it'd be one thing if you looked straight at the sideline and chucked and it kind of at their feet now, or something. How he, how he chucked it. wasn't it, even a full. How he chucked it and it went behind him and went in between the two guys and hit the one guy's hand in the pussy-fied NFL that we have now, the national... It should be NSFL, National Softest Football yeah. League. Um, that will be fucking Yeah, awesome. for sure. It I will mean, be, but yeah. it's, it's total horse shit. There's, yeah. there's nobody. <laughs> you said it, pussified. That's yeah, it. You, can, you, said you, it. Can, you can literally poll the entire United States yeah. of America, and I don't think there's a single person that thought that was taunting no. last night. So we don't agree with it. We think it's horse shit. We think they need to no. uh, quit that nonsense. Who cares if somebody gets up? If, Especially if a Hunter good Renfro smacked yeah. that hit last night and he pops up and does a flex on the guy. I'm not going to say anything no. to him. That's a hit no. and a half. That's not a taunting. Fuck Absolutely the flag. Not. He is definitely within his rights to do that. He's a wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, hey, who am I? Well, I don't know. Someone made a joke like I'm that was. for the gamesmanship. Yeah, 100%. Someone made a joke like, oh, the best play they've had so far is the Hunter Renfro tackle. And it's like, ah, yeah, kind of. But at the same time, they could have had a nice touchdown drive at that point. And, <laughs> and that still would have been the best play of the game. I know. I mean, that was a hell of a play. I know, man. That, that was a play and a half. Hunter Renfro getting it done on both sides of the ball. Uh, definitely somebody that will is last time I saw widely available in fantasy yeah. leagues. I mean, he's not typically. I guess I didn't see up. what stat line he put up. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, there's a lot of talk about if Derek Carr can get um the protection that he needs. That he has this yeah yeah double China route that is just absolutely ridiculous, and they actually keyed on it on the ESPN stream, which I thought was really cool that they actually took the time to do that. And that right. That was absolutely mind blowing. The kind of routes yeah. that he runs, what he six for forty five and a touchdown. So, so I mean, sixteen so, and a half if he got PPR. Yeah, that's, not bad at all. Yeah, that's not a bad stats <laughs> line at all, my friend. So that's a pretty damn good night. Um, so fantasy wise, I mean, nothing insane. Gambling wise, obviously, um, what can you draw from that? Now we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But the Chargers are staying at home, welcoming in the Brownies. Yep, to pick them right now. Uh, the Chargers are the dogs. I don't know, man. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction, and uh, I think they're going to keep that right there. We'll talk yeah. about it more tomorrow, but I don't know, man. And I, don't... Trick. It's the... I like both teams a lot. They kind of mash up pretty well. Yeah, and I um, I think that the under for uh, the Chargers as a home favorite trend is going to continue as well. That defense just ratchets the fuck up yeah. at home yeah. regardless. I mean, that defense looks so good. Dude. And, when I mean, the healthy. Browns' defense themselves. So, yeah, maybe the under, Ooh. no matter what. I shouldn't say no matter what the number is, but maybe this, almost no matter what the number is. Maybe this upcoming weekend, too, with the Browns, too. Just that defense on yeah. defensive battle. Because Miles Garrett has been... 
unbelievable. I would put it similar. Honestly, I would put the Chargers defense better than the Vikings defense. So oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, 100%. I mean, 100%. So I think that potentially we see another 14-7, 17, 14 yeah, 17, game 14 in, is kind of in, my thought in there. L.A. So, hey. Maybe a little something, something to think about there, my friends. But we'll uh, we'll let you know on tomorrow's show the value we found and everything in between. Now, let's take it way back to the past, if you didn't know. We're going all the way back to Thursday. I mean, is this what we talk about as far as the Jaguars? Or is there somewhere else? The Jaguars else we... <laughs> versus the Bengals. All right, first things first. First things fucking first. And we'll wrap up with that. Because some... Two finger bandit uh, out there, finger gunning <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> oh no! I I I pray that we get that's a waste of a prayer, but I pray that we get some Urban Meyer news during the next hour or so because uh, that uh, yeah yeah you know I just shouldn't have put myself in that situation. <laughs> you're damn right. You shouldn't have stuck your fingers up a fucking. Oh goodness, fucking dumbass. All right. Back to Thursday, uh, Jaguars, <laughs> Bengals. Uh, hey, best of luck to Urban Meyer and family and everybody involved in that. Best of luck, whoever <laughs> but you're right, deserves you the luck. Put yourself in that situation, pal. Uh, either way. Uh, First takeaway from me, uh, obviously the Jaguars lost this game, but this is obviously the best they've looked through four weeks so far. Sure has. Uh, I think they're worthy of being four-point dogs. Uh, we'll talk sure. about it again sure, tomorrow. Sure. Four-point dogs welcoming in the Tennessee Titans. Uh-huh. Uh, very interesting. Very uh-huh. interesting there, but also very interesting opposite side of the ball. The Bengals welcome in your pack. Yes, sir. As three-point underdogs. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Either way, they're getting the hook. So very, very interesting. What's going on there? Why the line movement? Are these teams waking up finally? Are the Bengals just going to be that scrappy back and forth team? It's kind of what I'm thinking. I I kind of put them in that same echelon of the Vikings. They have a better than mediocre defense and an offense that is better than mediocre, but sometimes yeah. it's going to rear its mediocre head. Sure, sure, Just sure. like we saw with Kirk Cousins of the Vikings. We'll yeah. talk about it more okay. in depth, but I kind of put them on the same wavelength. They're going to be scrappy. They're going to be nasty. They're going to be annoying. And I think more often than not, they're going to win these games, yeah. and they're definitely going to cover. Now for the Jags, I still stand firm to the point, my friend. The Jags gone jag. And I'm not uh, coming off of it yet. I think it was very, very impressive. They're jagging yes, even harder they're than they jagging could be right now. now. Maybe. <laughs> okay, actually, let me tell you guys this. Uh, this is something you won't uh, get anywhere else. Per Michael Lombardi this yeah, yeah. morning, uh, he says... According to two Jacksonville sources, there are many closed-door meetings happening over the last two days in the football offices, and none of them have anything to do with the Titans. Stay tuned. This might get ugly. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Holy fuck. Maybe Urban Meyer is not the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars by the end of the week. (sighs) Hey, hey, hey. I I know it's not overreaction Monday anymore. It's kind of still overreaction Tuesday because we don't get to do it on a Monday because we have our daily show. So this is when I get to say those. Yeah, we get overreaction Tuesday for us. And, you know, hey, maybe not by the end of the week. Maybe we got more developments. There is the alternate angle, Mr. Magnuson. I'm going the opposite way. I think he's sticking around, and I... Win one for the Gipper? (laughs) Maybe, man. (laughs) I don't know what to expect. I hope, like I said, I really do hope we get some news here within the next hour. Seems like if we do get news today, it probably would be within the next hour, hopefully. I'll I'll have the eyes peeled for sure. 100%. So, you know, everyone's talking like the Jags players are going to be pissed off at Urban. 
And maybe there will. I, I just, without knowing the vibe in the building, I don't know that we can speculate too deeply here. I, I You know, the guy is typically a winner. Maybe he, I'm not trying to talk about infidelity or anything Shh. like that, but. <laughs> shush me. Shad Khan. <laughs> okay. I was Sorry. Like, I, no, no, I wasn't. Shad Khan <laughs> has just made an official statement. Okay, okay, please. Owner of the please. Jacksonville Jaguars. I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now, he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Winning cures everything. Absolutely, <laughs> winning cures everything. everything. Go out there and need whoop the to, Titans. You know, we need, ass yeah, need, a, need to prove that he's, uh, you know, get back in our good graces. Hey. He needs to win, and he'll everything will be fine. Go out there. If again, AJ Brown's going to be out. If Julio is out a okay, second I week, uh, well, I I believe so. It, it seemed week to week okay. when I uh, when I uh, had last saw the injury. Julio, I don't know. He'll probably be oh, back. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you say AJ Brown? AJ Brown. Okay. okay. AJ Brown. I'm, yeah. Where are you going? I thought I could have swore you said AJ Green, but I could be wrong. AJ Brown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. AJ Brown. Uh, looks like he's going to be yeah, out yeah. Uh, this week. But talking about the Titans, we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Obviously, don't want to get too far into the recap portion of everything or into the look at portion of everything. But hey. You said it. Winning cures all. Winning they cures do that all, as four-point dogs. That's interesting. 100%. All right. There you go. There you have it. We'll talk more probably about Urban as the development goes along. Didn't mean to... <laughs> I didn't like, mean to think I it mean, it would have been a valid shush, I guess. Because I was trying to say... I was trying to say shad kind of. I was like, oh, I forgot. That's where all my brain was there. And to you fine folks out there as well. So, there we go. Uh, let's move on to the next game on tap one that we lost uh gambling wise indianapolis colts at the miami dolphins uh colts laid the hammer down got a 10 point win 27 17 in hard rock that's kind of what we envisioned happening for miami we envisioned with the uh injury report all the bullshit happening in uh you know indianapolis mr two sticks walking around out there trying to throw a football we just thought that the pressure that the dolphins could generate would be too much and it proved not to be and they actually looked like the fresher more well-rounded team in the second half of that ball game 100 because i put their defenses pretty close together but right now i mean even before i don't want to say before this game because we like you said with all the injuries this offense for the Colts, I don't obviously I'm not saying all their issues are fixed, but they certainly proved that they're a much better football team all around because of that offense than Miami. And Miami's offense in my opinion is it's bottom 10 in the league, man. It's it's rough to watch. I I had this game on watching a decent amount. It was a tough watch watching that Miami offense. Oh, I'm so glad the Bears picked up one of their bottom 10 receivers <laughs> yeah. and Jakeem Grant. Grant. We'll talk about that too, but <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If if two is healthy, active, are we still talking the same way? Maybe fractionally better, but like I've said, when we pick some of these games, I don't think it matters. I don't think there's that much of a difference between Brissett and uh, Tua. I don't think so either, and that's unfortunate. Fortunate roll tide to say, um, you know, I, I Tua is one of my favorite favorite guys I, I, coming like out I of said, Bama, I, and, but at the same time, I think I'm in the boat with you as well. Now it like just maybe a couple more plays as a playmaker, plays, maybe yeah, a couple more deep balls, a couple more things opens up a few more things with his legs, maybe. Yeah. But now, then again, how willing are you going to be to let him utilize yeah, his legs? I mean, he's already battled two decently serious injuries here right. in the NFL, so. Right. 
I don't know. It's definitely something you guys got to think about, something that uh, I'm thinking about back in the Dolphins at any point in time. 100%. Forward. I don't know if you can. Like, we put all of our eggs on their defense and the basket on their defense. Yeah, because, again, whatever, I think they're 10.5 to the Bucks this week. Obviously, yeah. we'll talk more about yeah, it yeah, tomorrow, yeah. but, yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? And then uh, as far as the Colts go, catching seven on Monday night football. Give me a fucking break against the Ravens. You consider can me interested. Cry, consider me interested, too. <laughs> Color me interested, my friend. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, that is the Colts and the Dolphins. Obviously, you guys uh, kind of know how that one shook out. Next one up on tap. We don't really have to spend any fucking no. time on this one. Houston Texans, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo dishes out a football college score, 40 to 40 oh. Yep. oh, my goodness. Oh, Mitch Trubisky, fourth quarter touchdown action. Everything. That hurt. That everything. really hurt as a Bears fan. Uh, Davis Mills looks brutal. Texans look more brutal than they did uh, a week ago. A week ago, yeah. I, I like About a week ago, a week ago. <laughs> we don't have to spend too much time on like you said, because this Texans team, I don't know how, like, if Tyrod's, if Tyrod's there, I don't know that they're the worst football team in the league. With Davis Mills, they absolutely are. And I don't know how you convince your the rest of your team, your fan base, that they, they have any hope for now or in the future. Because there's a few bad teams that Ooh, bad. they might have a couple of rough losses like this. They might be staring at 2-7 and seven or something like that. But, like, if that, let's say that's the Jets, you still have, uh, you know, a young roster. It's like, okay, we do still need to build momentum for the future. I don't right. know what hope you can sell to this Texans roster or fan base. I don't know what hope you can either, man. And uh, you know, we kind of put them as labeled them as the untouchables at the uh, as expendables. the expendables yeah, yeah. at the untouchable. Uh, <laughs> well, they all the untouchables, untouchables too. too now. Sure. Goodness Island gracious. of misfit toys, yeah. whatever you want to call. Goodness them. gracious, whatever you want to call them at this point. But uh, yeah, we talked about that. It's just a bunch of old players. I mean, it just made no sense. And now you got Davis Mills. Uh, Davis Mills, David Cully is a. Ooh, hey, the fighting David sees, man. They are. <laughs> they are they Can you are, call him that after this uh, one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That man bites his tongue more times during a. I'm yeah. surprised he has a tongue left, to be and, honest. And, uh, you know, rookie Davis Mills and that David Cully get the old Bill Belichick and the Patriots coming off of a tough Sunday night loss. So, yeah. Bill kinda... Belichick against rookie quarterbacks? Yeah. I think so. Consider me interested. Color me interested as well. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Next game up on tap. We need to discuss a little bit more interesting here, yeah. partner. Eight-point game at AT&T Stadium. The Dallas Cowboys against the Carolina Panthers. You know I had the Carolina Panthers. I loved the four and a half. It dropped all the way down to three and a half. Why the fuck did it get easier for the Cowboys to cover and the fucking Panthers still lost the fucking game and didn't get the cover? I don't know, man. I uh, I, I was out on this one, and I, uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I still like the Panthers, but I think the Cowboys, I'm not putting them in Super Bowl contention category. I do think they are a level, at least with the couple of injuries that the Panthers had, I do think they are a level above the Panthers. That's I kind think of my they takeaway. are too. I think they are too. I, I just, I don't know. There's still something inside of me that I just, I don't know. That I know it is. is I know there is. is just, <laughs> this is not real. This is the, everybody. The, okay. If I see the Dallas Cowboys by week, I don't even know what it'll take for me to believe that they're going to make a playoff run. I just don't believe it. I'm not buying it. There's okay. there, even with this defense, I know defense wins championships and everybody's like, it comes down to the right hire and making the right coaching decision. And look, Dan Quinn. 
I need to see. At, at Why least did as far he as get that. fired from fucking <laughs> yeah. Atlanta? What are we yeah. talking about? I mean, here? it can't be denied that he's doing much better than he did in Atlanta. I, mean, I just need to see it against. I think what you're kind of saying is you need to see it against. I mean, they did. They kept it close to the Bucks, but they did lose, and the Bucks haven't been perfect so far. But I think what you're saying is you kind of need to see it against whether. And I can't. Elite teams. I don't know where. At least off. At least at least elite offenses, and I don't know what's on their schedule. But if they did it to the Packers, Bills, Chiefs. Uh, Rams, Cardinals, if they handled those teams in a similar fashion than uh, or any of those teams, I think you might be siding over with them. Yeah, I definitely would be thinking about it a little bit more. But um, as it sits right now, I just, I don't, you're right. I don't think that they have played the competition right. that you yeah. can say they are a Super Bowl team. Because that was still I think they're only good, an eight-point game, and yeah. they almost got fucking backdoored. They almost got backdoored. Yeah. I think they are a good team. I I'm think, not in there. I, I just, think yeah. Trevon Diggs is sick as he shit. He looks fantastic. I think he is amazing, but I also think that that's Sam Darnold trying to force one too many passes. You, you don't typically throw two picks to the yeah. same guy who's a rookie. I'm not. Okay. Hey, I'm not saying he's not good. That's not. That's no, 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 no. Five interceptions in four games. That's fucking insane. Yeah. But very rarely does that shit yeah. happen without a bonehead move. Probably going to see some regression. Offensive side of the ball. I would yeah. probably see some regression to the mean. Yeah. But. Who am I? What do I know? I'm just an analyst. That all being said, let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Next game up on tap here. Uh, I did get burned on that Carolina plus four and a half, though. Doggone it. Next game up on tap. Didn't get burned on this one because I chose to side with the dogs. And boy, oh boy, am I excited that I did. Tennessee Titans go into New York. They met life. And... They lose to the New York Jets. The New York Jets not the first one in the column. All fly, ladies and gentlemen. Together fly, whatever their shit is on Twitter. I'm not entirely sure. That all being said, shows how much I tweet about the Jets. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing that I need to get off my chest, partner. Okay. I've said it a couple times mm -hmm. in various forms or fashions, but Zach Wilson showed me some dog yeah this weekend now i've said it before like oh hey that was kind of a dog move him at the podium hey he's got yeah. a little dog in it don't he i've said it a few times on the show that little son of a bitch walked to the sideline after throwing a shoelace pass on third down and missing the fourth down convert or getting the fourth down field goal yeah it was a field goal comes back to the sideline sits down and you can see it dead in his face he says i complete the, that pass this fucking game's over Damn, son, talk about accountability. Talk about just dog shit. Like I, you saw it in his eyes. It seems like, like he internalizes that like, shit well. Yeah, like he's like. And you had what was I don't bang. remember if it was preseason or practice. He had some, you know, just off. I think it was preseason, yeah. just some terrible stuff. And he's like, "Hey, man, that's what this is. What, what this, this is, is for. for? I'm trying to learn. I learned. And yeah, I mean, because I agree with you, man. He I, he takes that stuff. He sticks it in the back of his head like uh, like Shinigami writes it in his notebook. His his death death yeah. list sticks it in his back pocket. He died. I ain't making that fucking yeah. mistake again. And I, I like, are the Jets still bad? Yes. But I, you bet on it. I didn't. I wish I would have. I said it last week. I Are the Jets bad? Yes. I don't think it's as bad as it looked because they've played three fantastic defenses, a couple coaches in mm -hmm. Belichick and Fangio, who are the world's most renowned rookie quarterback tormentors. Yep. And like I said, I didn't bet on it. So you obviously get the credit there. But it's uh, it wasn't as bad as it looked. And I nope. agree with you. Zach Wilson's got some dog in him. Most def, uh, what can you draw from the Titans? I don't know, my friends. I don't know either. I, I don't know where we can go from here. Um, I think that's a big portion of just A.J. Brown and Julio Jones being injured. 
Obviously, yeah. one or two of those guys being in makes that a lot sure. better. I saw some people overreacting that Tannehill's going back to his Miami days. Nah. I'm not entirely those were just sold injuries. On that. Even yeah. I wouldn't even. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm not even out on that. No, I'm not entirely. Uh, in I crazy. Yet. I just am not a. I just don't think they're a very good football team all around. I think that division. Yeah. I think we're going to see an eight-win team win that division. Honestly. Yeah, I think you're right. And I don't think the Colts are dead. No, I don't think the Colts are dead. We kind of put yeah. them in the grave, but just I don't think they're week, dead. Just for a week, <laughs> yeah. just until they did some shit, just like the football team. That, we didn't. Uh, I don't think we fully buried them, though. We, we kind of fully we pushed buried them, them in the hole. Yeah, they, they were we in the bear. hole. They didn't get shot in the hole. They didn't get all the way buried. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, hey, Johnny, you know what? Hey, man, hey, man, we were just kidding. Come on, come on out of the hole, man. Come on out of the hole. We got, we got more games to win, man. That's kind of how we're feeling. I think so about them at this point in time. So uh, not, not entirely done with them yet. We got another team. I just mentioned it, the football team. We'll talk uh -huh. about them in just a second. But next game up, I am chapped beyond unbelief yep. on this game. Yep. I can't even explain it, my guy. Minnesota Vikings um, welcome in the Cleveland Browns into Bank of America Stadium. U.S. Bank, I think. U.S. Bank Stadium. That's right. Ah, they're all, there's so many doggone banks. Bank of America, Carolina. All that doggone banks. M&T Bank. Every yeah, yeah, single yeah. bank has a freaking stadium. <laughs> I, bank. All of them. All of them. That being said, um, I you, you tweeted it out, man, as far as seeing too many doggone explosive Justin Jefferson plays. They opened and, up the game with a fucking touchdown drive. Exactly. And I thought, here we go. It, it it's going to be a good one, huh? It looked beautiful, and we end it 14-7. to um, Should have at least tied it and sent it to overtime. Kirk Cousins yep. had about 17,000 opportunities to get that job done and at least get it in the end zone. We started playing fucking lollipop once we got across the 50, like we had the lead or something, and it was just tick, 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 in the great words of Chris Berman, mm -hmm. Boomer. Uh, shout out. Um, I don't know, man. I am very concerned. I if if they couldn't get the job done there, that that's just bonehead. That's ridiculous. I mean, we were both on the plus two and a half. It's gonna be a we typical. We saw the opposite line movement. Yeah. I would take that game fifteen yeah. times oh, out of fifteen. I mean, they also got times out of hundred. Browns also go for two, get eight to seven. I'm like, ah, damn, more points. That's tough. And I'm like, wait a second, that actually could help us out. Yeah. We could get a you know with the plus two and a half cover because of that. But give no. it to me, no. all of it. So I don't know. Um, the Brownies, obviously, I think they're on an overreaction line going into L.A. Yeah. Um, only at a pick them right now. I put that about two and a half for the Chargers. So I think I'm going to be the leaning Chargers. I'll talk about it yeah. more. Because the one I, thing limiting them, I mean, they should have beat uh, the way the Vikings shot themselves in the foot. The Browns should have put up more than 14 points. Baker Mayfield missed a handful of throws, man. And I, I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan, but... You know, for them to be a Super Bowl contender and get through the Bills, the Chiefs of the AFC, Baker's got to elevate his game and be a bona fide All Star quarterback. And it hasn't. We haven't seen it quite yet this year. I agree with that, and I would also say the same about OBJ. I, you know, I don't think it's classic Odell Beckham for Jr. Sure. I don't think that. And honestly, that connection, the connection didn't look bad in his first game back, but this was the second game back, and it looked like it regressed. Okay. It just didn't look right. Yeah. It didn't look good. And, you know, if if that's what you're going to bank on, that's what you're going to depend on, and it's not going to get the job done, I don't know. I'm a little concerned about what we see from that. And, yeah, I, I too, believe that 
A Baker Mayfield, we got to talk about that a little bit more. I, I, I fifteen have, for thirty-three, yeah. 155.4.7 average. I mean, yeah, I don't know about that. He had Odell nine, two for twenty-seven. He had nine point seven fantasy points. Did yeah. Baker Mayfield? Um, you expect him to be able to get a little bit more, at least with his legs. It doesn't even look like they're involving him in that aspect. I don't know really what Stefanski has got planned from week to week. And I mean, great, wonderful. They won fourteen to yeah. seven, but. I still don't buy it, man. I still don't buy it. So. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still a very good football team, but, yeah, I think it's Baker being an average quarterback that's holding them back from the, you know, the full ceiling of what they can be. Most definitely. We will talk about it even more in depth, both of those teams, on the Week 5 look ahead. But for the Week 4 recap, sticking with partner, did you bring your shovel to the show? I did not. I did not bring any shovel. I didn't bring a shovel either. But we'll have to discuss bringing one to tomorrow's episode <laughs> because the Washington football team walks one off against the Atlanta Falcons in the whatever dome it is now, uh, thirty-four to thirty. Mercedes, I think it's the Mercedes Benz. Yeah, I always want to. I, I always want to think that that's the. It used to be New Orleans. New Orleans. Well, I don't now even it's know the, I have no idea anymore. That's what I said. Whatever dome it is now. Um, 34-30, Taylor Heineke balling out, looking good. I don't know if that's just a product of playing the Falcons defense right. or what that is actually a product of. I'm excited to uh, see where the football team goes from here. Um, yeah, I'm... I, I think I'm not. I don't know if I'm bringing a shovel tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see if I've, I packed a shovel because they get the Saints next week. I don't know what to draw from anyone playing the Falcons. That's kind of what it is, and with what we saw from the Saints last week, I don't know what to draw from the Saints either. They do have the Saints at a pick them too, so I think that is the book saying we have no fucking idea. Yeah. Either go ahead and throw your money either yeah. way, and I don't think we can dig them out of the grave just uh, yet. Yeah. We see a hand, you know, that classic Undertaker meme. We see the, the hands out. The red glove. Okay. The red glove is looking around, if you will. Okay. That signifies the okay. Washington football team wanting to rise from the dead, but I do do not believe it yet. 34-30 over the Falcons. It would have been a different story if they held them to like 20 points or less. Right. But that's that, what's chapping me. But that uh that Washington football defense is just not That's what I'm saying. It's not it's not good. It's we talked about it so much in the preseason with oh, we talked about it on more season previews. <laughs> I know. I than know. The fucking football oh, team geez. season preview and it's just not showing up this year. I'm yeah. pretty sure that Chase Young still doesn't have a sack to his name. No, I'm because he had the one, he had a bullshit roughing the passer call that wasn't even after the play. That's right. That was That's him. right. And it, I think they said that he still doesn't have a damn sack. And I don't think he would have gotten the sack on that one. But still, man, that they have been the most puzzling defense because it would be one thing if they were mediocre, but they've been bad. Zero sacks, zero forced fumbles, zero picks, which you don't really yeah, expect yeah, yeah. that too much, but, but sacks, every man. once in a while only 9 tackles. 9 tackles so far this year. Wowza Kapowza. Yikes, was I wrong on that one, boys? I apologize, but hey, either way, I think a lot of people are wrong. Yeah. Not just the defense, but Chase Young yeah. specifically. Yeah. Either way, uh we were definitely high on them and uh you hear my opinion, I'm still staying far the hell away yep. from the Falcons. I actually like the Jets going into Atlanta this weekend or that my game might be in New York. Either way, I like the yep. Jets in okay. that matchup. Might talk about that tomorrow's show. Next game up, Kansas City Chiefs at the Philadelphia Fly Eagles Fly Eagles. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if this is a product, the 42-30 being that the Chiefs defense sucks so bad this year, and it's just, it's just Fugazi. It really is that they allowed the Eagles to score 30 points. 
If the Eagles defense just lacks that veteran presence, they're so bad that they let him 42 points. If either offense is actually worth a damn, this game just confused me even yeah. more as to what actually are the Chiefs or the Eagles. The Chiefs really never held that dominant, like, oh, the Chiefs are whooping the Eagles right now. They just never really did. And it was like controlled, but not like not dominant. Not the Chiefs, not yeah, the Chiefs doing not what dominant. the Chiefs did, man. And you know, honestly, Tyreek Hill got a got a touchdown that he didn't even uh, Tyree, yeah. he didn't even put the ball over the pylon, right? Like, and he he pushed he put, the he pushed pylon with, with one hand. Basically, and did that. He had it like this and pushed it with yeah. one hand and. Well, the other thing is that the Eagles kind of went chicken shit and kicked some field goals when they should have pushed the envelope. Yeah, they should have you gone know, forward on fourth as, down. If there's any, <laughs> it's so funny, man. In the entire league on Sunday, of all the days that I've seen, really played into that, uh, you know, go for it on fourth down, whether it's, you know, just going for it at any point or not kicking a field goal and going for it in the red zone. The Eagles didn't do that, and the Chiefs are the one team in the league that everyone says you don't beat the Chiefs by kicking field goals. So I, I don't know what the hell Sir, Sirianni's doing out there. I am so far out on this Eagles team because, like you said, I, I draw more that Chiefs are still really good, but that defense is really, really flawed, giving up 30 points to this Eagles defense. That could have yeah. been more. Yeah. It could have been more. Yeah, I mean, shit, the, the Eagles only scored three points in the second and third quarters, uh, respectively. Yeah. Three points, three points in both. And oh man, I, and they still put up thirty points. I, you know, a lot. Some of it garbage time, whatever you want to say. But still, you don't allow that to no. what the Eagles have been. And I think the Eagles' first few weeks are just kind of a little fugazi. Yeah, little, uh, little. I don't think we need to be backing them at all. Because um, I won't be. Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I, I'm not sure if I'll be fading them. I, I, I'm leaning towards it, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what I'll I'll do. I don't know if it has. Who do they have again? This? I think it's Carolina. It is Carolina. That's right. Uh, I've been talking about it like crazy. It already dropped down to three and a half. The, after where's four that at? Carolina. Or? Carolina. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> I, like I think I would lean there. I like Carolina. I just don't know after getting my ass burned last week with sure. them against the Cowboys, but we'll have to talk about it again because I was very, very firm in that yeah, position. So I sure. might still feel okay. Next game up. Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Bear down. First things first. Hey, always great to have a Bears victory Monday. Of Bears victory Tuesday. It's always good, but it sucks when your coach is going on the fucking media stand and continually, continually just saying the stupidest shit that I've ever heard in my entire life. And and, and my friends, <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't know what to say anymore because no matter what I see, no matter what I can possibly say, that goon is going to do the exact opposite. It does not matter. He does not care about any other analyst opinion. He does not care about people who see the game from a macro view. He does not give a damn about anything. And oh, wouldn't you know? I predicted it before this week, the past weekend even started. I said, hey, I've been talking to some people. I think uh, Bill Lazor is going to be calling the offensive plays. Word on the street, some of my sources. Ended up happening, and what does the jag bag do? He says, oh, well, yeah, obviously, that was my decision as a head coach. So, <laughs> obviously, it comes all back on me. So, I'm just, again, the best head coach there is. <laughs> two and two. And then he even further just goes ahead and jams this thing in his face even harder and says, oh, well, let's just be clear that when Andy is healthy, he is number one, Justin is number two, and Nick is number three. 
You can't. You can't. How? What? On what planet do you think it's okay to start that kid, do everything you've done, almost get him killed in one week, yep. make, make him look somewhat decent in the next week against a less than mediocre defense? Let's be fucking sure. honest. The Detroit Lions aren't fucking good at all. And then on top of all of that, you have the audacity to maybe <laughs> fucking play him this upcoming week, maybe fucking play him against the Raiders this upcoming week, and then if he pulls, let's, God forbid they pull off a fucking upset in the Death Star as five and a half point fucking dogs, and then you're gonna tell me he's gonna put in the red rifle because of that. Boys, I started balcony bets. You're liable to see me in week six jump off that son of a bitch while I'm giving you my insights and analysis. I don't know what's going on in Chicago. It's as if we want to find any possible way. No, no, not we. Nagy wants to find any possible way he can to reinvent the fucking wheel. And at this point, it's a damn eight-sided circle going down the road. <laughs> and it looks fucking ridiculous. And we need to get back to a circle and stop acting like a bunch of goons. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And there is so much false optimism out there right now. It is blowing my mind. It's the Detroit fucking Lions and we beat them 24 to 14 for crying out loud. I digress. Please, partner, unbiased as you can okay. with your cheese head off. What are you feeling yeah. about the Bears and the Lions? Cheese head is off. So I, I said it last week, man, and you agreed with me. We both kind of said it. A, I mean, we both said it. A, they're going to win this game. They're going to be two and two. They say, hey, everything's fine, whatever, yada, yada. But not only that, but it's going to give false hope to. And there are a lot of people that are still realists. They want Nagy out. But like you said, it is giving false hope to the fan base. And when that false hope comes, I've seen it a hundred times, my friends. I've seen it a hundred times from an unbiased perspective. It saves the head coach's job, and you have to deal with it for another year at least. And then it takes, uh, you know, a five and eleven or five and twelve this year for someone to be fired. And even then, sometimes it doesn't happen. But the thing that really, uh, really made me laugh as a Packers fan is that he said something as far as when he was talking about the, you know, Andy is one, Justin is two. You know, it was great. We got Justin out there. He made some good throws. He made some improvements. He gets some good looks. He had learning experience. Hey, maybe continue to do that so he continues to learn and continues to be a good, you know, grow into a starting quarterback. What did we just say about fucking Zach Wilson? He's internalizing his mistakes, and he's learning from it, and he's getting better on a weekly basis. Holy and guess shit. what? The Jets have no A. The Jets don't have another option like Andy Dalton, so that doesn't, you know, that helps a tiny bit. But they're okay, also a bad team, eyes. and they have no reason to not play him, and neither do the Bears. The Bears are a better team than the Jets, but they still they have no aspirations of going okay. into the playoffs. That 1-11 to connection is real. The, for sure. For, for sure. Uh, Darnell Mooney and, and Justin Fields. That's for sure. real. For sure. Now... Any is there any unbiased? Mm -hmm. Is there any other quarterback on that roster that sees a wide receiver that fucking wide open downfield and their ass doesn't get about that big around <laughs> and they fucking overthrow it by fifty fucking yards? We need to see what we have. No, we need to see what you have with Andy Dalton. Remove the corn cob. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, boy. Hey, I will it's say, ridiculous. I will say, with the uh, the subtle instead of the full orange like he used to have in uh, in Cincinnati, I do. Uh, I think uh, Andy's uh, you know Andy's red hair does pop with the you know the minor little C. It looks good in the, with the bear C. Yeah, it channel. looks beautiful. It looks wonderful. <laughs> it it just absolutely stunning with the red beard dashing out oh, of his gosh, uh, chin man. strap. You know, 
I could go on for another five years. Uh, what I will tell you is I'm co-hosting Just Another Year Chicago <laughs> tomorrow, uh, a Chicago sports-based podcast uh, with hey. my boy uh, Nick Roddy. Uh, we both went to Illinois State. Roll birds. Roll birds. Uh, he is an alum there as well and uh, hasn't taken it full-time like we did yet, but he uh, is definitely making some fucking waves. So if you guys haven't checked out Just Another Year Chicago Free plug, my guy. Uh, every once in a while, he does pop in and check it out. He's not the biggest gambler in the world, but uh, he's starting to come on to the dark side. Maybe we'll get him all the way over oh, yeah. uh, with the co-hosting tomorrow. But hopefully I can reel all this in. Hopefully I got everything out I needed to I for think, tomorrow's yeah. co-hosting I think gig. you need to do a nice little blast tomorrow, and then, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> and then maybe I'll be all right. Because this, this shit's ridiculous, boys. I mean, it's it, it's not it's not good. And you Well, know, the other thing as far as false hope a little bit, obviously Bill Lazor has been, no question, he's been more successful. He yep. has done it against some bad defenses last year and this season. That's the only problem. That is the only problem, but it, obviously it doesn't matter. It's so far and away better than what we saw from yeah. that Nagy at any yeah. point. And, uh, you know, that Raiders defense, even though they got carved up pretty well, yeah. Brandon Staley had a good game plan. Yeah. And so did, Joe Lombardi had an excellent fucking game plan because he knew what yeah. they would do. He knew what they would do. They would watch Saints film. They would pretty much base their whole game plan off of that and what he did in New Orleans. So he pretty much just built his game plan Completely opposite yep. of that. And started subbing in guys that made no fucking sense. That's why you saw a Donald Parham Jr. touchdown mm -hmm. to open the game. I mean, it, it's brilliant. I'm I'm all over the Chargers. I yep. think they're back-back. Back, but we're not talking about them. <laughs> we're talking about the Bears. We're talking about the Lions. I think the Lions are deader than fucking dead. It's the last thing to say. They are dead. Goodbye. They also, this could have been a closer game, and the Lions could have been in a position to win this game. Fuck yeah, they could have been. They had, Maybe they, if we didn't have... Yeah, golf behind the thinner and freaking throwing the ball all over the place. Bouncing wow, off his is, chest straight into your defensive line. This is an exhilarating arms. experience without having these glasses on, I my bet. friend. Woo, it is bright in here. <laughs> Holy cow. Because um, uh, the Lions have not bitten off too many kneecaps. There no, will be a no, point where they do no. bite a couple of kneecaps off. I don't know when it happens, but, uh, you know, the stars will align. Because, again, they've played. I mean, they put up. Uh, you know, 14 points in the second half. They've at least played one respectable half of football all four yep. weeks, which obviously that's not going to win you any yeah, yeah. games. But uh, at some point, they'll put it all together and win a football game here, I think. <sighs> some point in time. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, the last... Um the team with the last perfect record uh, ended up being the Cardinals. Yes, sir. Hey, is there any team that has not notched a win yet? Uh, the Jags. The Jags are the only the ones. Lions. And Jags and Lions are still the only two. Uh, and the Texans as well. So Texans won. Texans Maybe the Jags. It. That's right. They got a notch. So uh, those would be the only two. All right. Something to think about. Next game up on tap. Let's keep it rolling. Plenty more to talk about those two teams. I'm sure there will be more developments on my Bears as our wonderful head coach <laughs> continues to have press conferences this week. Next game up. New York Giants, New Orleans Saints. The Giants... After an absolute epic, savage, electric move by Jabril Peppers going mm. into overtime, yeah, yeah. saying, we want that motherfucker, and running to the sideline, they punched Saquon in for a 27-21 victory in New Orleans. Yep. Big dog. Impressive. 
Impressive is all shit. We've been dogging the Giants. I mean, first, but the thing is, sorry to cut you first off. First time in, in you go right ahead here in a second. First time in years that both the Giants and Jets have won together on an NFL yeah. Sunday. And you know, I'm not screaming from the rooftops about the Giants. They could very easily be two and two or three and one 100%. because they should have beaten the. 100%. I say they should be two and two. They could be three and one. Yeah. Uh, that loss to the Falcons. They should have beaten the football team. This isn't a bad football team. I. I know I was saying it off the air. I think I mentioned it on the air. The Giants aren't good, but they aren't in the same conversation as the uh, you know the four or five worst teams in the league. No. They're they're better than those teams, man. They don't really have holes. They don't really have any serious strengths. But a they're starting to use Saquon uh, in the right capacity. That's kind yeah. of what's giving me more optimism. It's just they play old school ball. It's just Jason Garrett and Joe Judge old school ball, and that's the problem. If they would play new school fucking yeah. ball and yeah. install a 21st century offense, mm-hmm. they probably would be three and one right now, yep. no doubt about it, and convincingly three and one 100%. because they fucking took care of the Saints. It was a battle, and that was the Saints' first time back I in the know, Caesar Sportsbook. I know, I know, I know. After hey, hey, maybe, hey, maybe something's going on there. That damn roof catching on fire. I don't Maybe know, there's man. some curses, big old floods. Maybe there's just something not good going on in New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, I don't the Saints, know. Back the Saints, Rouge. The Saints are as confusing as anybody. They come out, they destroy my Packers. Packers won three straight. They go into Carolina, get their ass kicked there. Then they come back and take care of the Patriots. Easy. I don't, get it. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know what. They I are. don't know that I can hammer. We mentioned it again the football team's in the grave, and I'm not backing the Saints either. On uh, this next week, I'll go ahead and say that right now. I'm staying so far away from that might game. Might be uh, stay away, watch it, puke fest. I don't know. Yeah. It might. Be very well be who has a clue i don't know but what i do know is that there was a another electric affair well it wasn't too electric because it was actually ended up being pretty one-sided yeah. from uh what we anticipated and yeah. what we predicted to be a shootout arizona cardinals los angeles rams the dirty birds uh not the that's not the dirty birds the uh, <laughs> I'm, uh we'll call them the clean birds i don't know uh arizona cardinals uh, fucking win the game 37 to 20 um it was pretty fucking dominant all yeah. day long and you know most of the time what i would have expected if the cardinals won this way now we cast the having them at plus four sure. and a half we should have sprinkled that money line we said we were going to and we were just ah, a little too i like the, i loved the points man love the points but man oh man it really didn't come down to Kyler Murray's legs. It came down to his fucking arm. Yeah. And it, it looked good. He was terrific. I have I, to admit, I, I ended up not watching as much of this game as I had anticipated. It was a great game. It was a great because game. Because they dominated it so, yeah. so fast. Before yeah. you knew it, it was, what, 24-13? Yeah, I, I wanted, what I wanted to do, and I watched a, a heavy amount of it, I wanted to get some film, quote-unquote, sure. on the Cardinals' offense. And, man, that's what really just stuck out to me. I was like, shit, they're not even rolling him out, and he's yeah. just bombing the ball. Like, this is insane. Now, uh-huh. how much of that is on the Rams' defense not being 150%? Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily know. I, I think from time to time that that offense is going to show some flaws. I think and it's just a classic letdown spot after I think a huge so too. win, man. I think so, too. It very well might be because the Rams' defense looked solid yeah. against, um, Tampa. against Tampa Bay. Yeah, absolutely. So... I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Rams. Uh, if I am uh, leaning anywhere on Thursday night football for the NFC West matchup, I'm probably going Seahawks with the 12th man. Yeah, and we've got something to talk about the Cardinals. They got their lane five and a half against the Niners. I'm possible letdown spot for them. Same yeah. kind of same shit as the Rams that, just did. That's what my that's it, what I'm it thinking. It feels like it for sure, and that feels like what every single game is going to be like. Um, and in the difference, in the, in the difference between the Rams. Uh, the Rams weren't in a bounce back, or uh, the Cardinals were not in the bounce back spot. Niners are against the uh, against the Cardinals. The Niners are in a huge bounce back spot against the Cardinals here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So 
we'll see what happens. I don't know if uh, if that all plays into it. I think those NFC West uh, division games are going to be fucking electric, yeah. regardless of what it is. Speaking of the Seahawks, speaking of uh, Thursday night football, next game up on tap, Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Seahawks handled business as two-and-a-half point, three-point dogs, wherever you got it at, 28-21, to 21, won by the touchdown. No problem at all. Hope you hammered on the money line as well, like we told you to. Yep. Um, yeah, I think the 49ers going into Arizona, I actually have to look into that because I know that they played in Arizona last year, and I want to say they were 0-2 ATS in Arizona. Oh, in those neutral games? Yeah, in those neutral games yeah, I'm not uh, sure. when they had to go in there and play. But that's kind of something to look into. But, yeah, it is a little bit uh, – uh, how you doing when you see uh, five and a half there in what a game should be no more than a field goal and what these these four teams are in the NFC West. Now, as far as the Seahawks go, I do believe that they start 2-0 and in the division, get that win on Thursday night, especially being at home. Everybody loses their mind because, oh my gosh, the Rams start 0-2 in the division and McVay is dead, and we'll talk about it more on Thursday, but... And I really think that's how this is going to shake out. And in one way or another, the Seahawks are going to find a way to shoot themselves in yeah. the foot about, about three quarters of the way through the season. And then the Rams are going to find a way to go to our prediction and four yeah. to the sweep the rest of the season in the division. Yeah, I think there's a really good chance that these four teams are really close. And when you have an outcome like we saw and, uh, you know, what we might see, I think people are going to overreact a little too heavily. And chances are they're a little closer. As far as yeah. the Niners, the only thing that, at like the quarterback situation is getting more and more concerning because Jimmy G didn't look fantastic. Now Trey Lance's came in and kind of looked a little out of place. Decent See, in the running a, game, but I would have just a minor counter argument as to the game plan wasn't set up for Trey That's Lance. Fair. That's much fair. different That's game totally plan fair. for him and Jimmy That's G. Fair. Can, so yeah. give me one week with a full game plan because he's in slotted in full. So yeah, I hear that. Give me give me a week. But then again, it's gonna be against the fucking Cardinals, and that's gonna be a shootout. So, uh, well, actually, honestly, at the same time, that might be a good barometer where the fuck he's at and what he can uh, actually do against an elite team, and 100%. what he needs to do in the NFC West and what they brought him in yeah, for. Because that is fair. He he didn't he looked a little out of place, last, but like you said, it wasn't much preparation for last it. North Dakota State quarterback to uh, come in the league, and uh, we'll just stay off that topic. <laughs> I I don't know who that man might be. Nah, that's who knows. We should have won that. Freaking championship is what we should have oh, done. Yeah. Roll birds. Roll birds. Roll birds. <laughs> we should have won that fucking championship. <laughs> to complain uh, about FCS championship. I don't give a ago. damn. We, all <laughs> we move along into a game that I got burned on as well. And my friends, I think I would take the Denver Broncos 10 times out of 10 in that game against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I thought the Baltimore Ravens luck was going to run out last week. I think it runs out this week on Monday Night Football. I think the Colts shocked the world in B-more, but it's neither here nor there. I don't think you can trust now the Broncos at all as far as you can throw them, especially without Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Covers, Teddy G-Man um, doing his thing. I, I just don't think you can. There was a reason that Drew Locke wasn't starting right. the season, and right. uh, I just think that's going to be something you really got to look at now if, yeah, period. If they couldn't get that done – they were hanging their hats on their defense, and the defense was yep. playing well. It was looking good, but obviously they can't do anything offensively. And, I mean, they looked great. Went down, touchdown drive. You said it with the Vikings. Went down, touchdown drive. Opened the game. Holy shit, Broncos are here, boys. I predicted it right, and then they never scored again. And that 23-7, yeah. to more like a 17-7, to more like a 14-7. to Like, yeah. there was a couple of garbage last few-minute plays of the Broncos' defense. They were just done. They were over with, and 
they look like the more tired team at mile high in the second half, hey, which just blew my mind. Right. We'll see what happens with the Broncos. They welcome in, uh, or they go to Heinz Field, play yeah. the Steelers. <laughs> it's a fucking pick em. Yeah. Holy shit. We'll talk about the Steelers in the next game. What are your thoughts here? I don't have too many thoughts here. I don't know what to draw, especially without Teddy Two Gloves. You mentioned as far as next week, if Teddy's in, give me all of the Broncos against the Steelers. If not, like you said, I mean, we said it in the preseason, we want to see Teddy Two Gloves because there's so much of this roster that is really damn solid. But still in concussion protocol. Still in concussion protocol. And Drew Locke just... If he was the guy, he would have been starting, and Shit, he yeah. just ain't the guy. And especially with this team, I mean, if they didn't have this defense, I might say go ahead and put Drew Locke in because of the you know, the explosiveness that he can bring, but he also just brings so many mistakes, turnovers, and with a defense like this, you just can't have that. And if we see that against the Steelers, I do think he's going to struggle. And not saying I'm back in the Steelers because we're about to talk him in a second, but I have no interest in backing Drew Locke at any point going forward. So... Give me Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves back ASAP. Yeah, most definitely, and uh, I'll be back all over the Denver Broncos. But for now, I think i got to sit on the sidelines. Um, before we talk about the team they're playing and what they did against your pack last week, and we give your cheese head the floor for a while. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nothing crazy, but wanted to just give you a timeline, and it's great that it just came out, okay. of Urban Meyer since he joined the Jacksonville Jaguars sure. organization. Okay. He hired Chris Doyle as the team's director of sports performance. Sure. And as we all know, Doyle was accused of uh, some racist comments. Pretty blatant, uh, yeah, I believe. Belittling yeah. players and not doing <laughs> yeah. the best things. He resigned from the Jaguars sure. before the fucking sure. preseason even started. Sure, sure. Then he signed team Tim Tebow as a tight end. Sure. Try to boost that morale. Get that on up. He drafted a running back in the fucking first round sure despite did. having, that is Travis Etienne, who is actually on the fucking IR now, yeah. uh, despite already having an 1,000-yard back in Roll Birds, James FCS, Robinson. Sure. James Robinson. And then, after that, openly admitted that he was hoping to draft Kadarius Toney with the pick they used on Travis Etienne. So basically shit his pants and just said, Etienne, I like him. Yeah. I know him. Uh, so there you go. That was good. Uh, then he shit in your pants. Told um. reporters that they cut players due to their vaccine status. Uh-huh. Let's not forget that NFLPA opened an investigation on those comments, which uh-huh. is still with going. Yeah, yeah. Had an open competition for fucking starting QB between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, and then Minshew was traded a week later, but split valuable first team uh, yeah. reps sure with did. Trevor sure Lawrence. Did. Sure did. They traded away last year's. Number nine overall pick. Team starts 0-4 after that trade away. Sure. Didn't Mr. Meyer didn't travel home with the team after their week four loss to the Bengals. Goes to dinner with his grandkids and some rowdy fans <laughs> from the bar next door. Just Pulled him on over and said, take some pictures. Hang out with us. Oh, that's all, that all happened on Saturday, right? Yeah, okay, okay. Vincer, no, 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 su- no. Sunday after the game. Or no, yes, happened on Thursday. I apologize. Kids. Yeah, so it would have been Saturday. It, they played the game on Thursday. Right, right. So it gets pulled over to the bar. Oh, they, they want me to dance. Oh, you know, I shouldn't have put myself in this situation. Everything happens. Viral videos, photos emerge. Everything has been hitting the fan since the weekend. And then today... Owner Shad Khan releases the statement that I read earlier on in the show about his head coach, Urban Meyer. Quite the fucking fiasco and dumpster fire going on in Jacksonville. But once again, 
Winning cures all. Winning cures all. <laughs> but I just want to make sure I met that the videos of him at the bar that was on Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean I've seen those that fit, not that that the but the pictures that followed. I've seen that college football Saturday at a bar face. I've seen it on my own pictures many a times, and I know the state that that man was in. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he wasn't all too present. I'll let just me, say that. Let me let you guys in on a little secret. This guy doesn't have the best poker face when it comes to him being <laughs> under the influence, let's say. Certainly not and, on a college uh, football Saturday. No, 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 not at all. And uh, I do believe that uh, you are spot on with that, my friend. He was on another fucking planet. And you're right, he shouldn't have put himself in that situation. <laughs> but when you start sipping the toddies. And... He had the Ohio State zip on. They smashed <sighs> down the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, he was feeling sipping, some vibes. You know, he was sipping some toddies. He was feeling good. <laughs> and uh, he ventured on and over to a the little bar. Pew-pew. <laughs> but hey, either way, you know, shit happens. It is what it is. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. Oh, you know, you finger, you throw out the finger gun. Shit happens. <laughs> shit. Oh shit, dude! I, I... <laughs> stop, stop. If, stop. if you were in that video, I'd be like, yo, dude, that girl is way too young for you, pal. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! This it's just not good. It's not good, and oh, I wish winning oh, cures all, baby. Winning, winning cures all because it <laughs> it's bad for Urban. And beep, 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 beep. I shouldn't I shouldn't have put myself in that situation. <laughs> it just it just wasn't a good look oh, for me man. and my family. I you know I just all right, Herb. Oh. Whatever you got to do, buddy. I uh, I wish you Jags plus four. <laughs> do you think their season pretty much? Um, Jax plus four. Macabre, I <laughs> think so, my my man, my gal. I, I believe my man. Um, You know, uh, I think so. We kind of been talking about it, but again, winning cures, winning cures all. all and I don't know, as fucking goofy as that AFC South division looks with what we already talked about with the Colts, fuck, they're not dead yet. They're coming back out of the grave. I'm not, you definitely can't trust the Texans at all. So then... The Jags aren't the worst team in the division, and then the Titans just lost to the fucking Jets. So, and Trevor Lawrence can't make any. He looked. I mean, I think he's going to be fantastic in his career. He looked pretty damn solid. Can't get any worse. No, he looked solid on Thursday night. I could. I think. I mean, Zach Wilson looked solid the other day. This Titans secondary isn't fantastic, so I could see Trevor Lawrence having a Sunday afternoon. I definitely could, and man, I need to hear some more injury updates, some more announcements, some more stuff, but I love the Jags at plus four. (laughs) I love the Jags at plus four. Do not get it twisted, and I like the money line too, but we'll talk about that all on tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe, hit the notification. All the teams that we could have put in the grave, could have buried them so deep. Padded down through another layer of to use Jags the dirt that we use from burying, burying <laughs> the, the football team. team. Throw some more dirt <laughs> on them. We haven't put them in the grave yet. We keep saying the Jags going to Jag, but we're taking them fucking plus four on Sunday, baby. Let's go. I think so. I think so. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, well, man. That all being said, more oh, fuck. More hey, you know by this point in time if you are a member of the TTL Fable. You ain't Shit getting happens. you ain't getting a fucking cookie cutter show over here. And hey, 
Thank you for your question. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Become a member of the TTL faithful. Come hang out. We love your questions. We love to uh, go down rabbit holes even more uh, all because of that. So, hey, appreciate you. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, next game up on tap. Only actually a few more to cover here. We've uh, – oh, fuck. No, it's the uh, – Mike Tomlin says Ben Roethlisberger has a hip injury. Good grief. Good grief. What a segue. He's segue. I told you that fucking two years ago, dude. Segue into the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Green Bay Packers. Let's get this podcast train back on the tracks for a minute. Partner, I need your honest, uh, unbiased Green Bay opinion. Actually, give me your Packers opinion, where you're feeling, maybe segue it into that. Um, I was obviously on the Pittsburgh Steelers plus six and a half. Had them on the money line, too. Thought they had a chance. I do now think officially that offense and Big Ben, Big Ben especially, are dead. How you feeling? Yeah, I, I mean, I was saying that I, I was uh, so far out on Big Ben and the Steelers. I was fading them as much as I was taking my pack. I still I feel pretty damn good about my Packers putting up 27 on this defense without MVS. I mean, I'll, you know, a lot of people don't really put much stock into that. But what he, even without the stat sheet, what he brings to that offense and what he kind of opens the door for, it's true. especially Devontae Adams. Because, I mean, Adams was solid, but he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't have a star-studded performance by any means. He go find the end zone anytime this year? I think so. He did last week, but uh, you know, I think we'll uh, we'll start to see him get in there more. Yeah, uh, I think we'll see it with more. But I, I feel pretty damn good, man. You still have our two best offensive linemen. Uh, David Bakhtiari hasn't played a snap all year. We got a few more weeks coming back for him. Elton Jenkins, Elton Jenkins, excuse me. It's a mouthful and a half. Uh, it is a little bit every once in a while, but he's coming back pretty soon. Uh, the one thing that did hurt, though, we lost. Uh, it's still kind of up in the air. Jair Alexander did get hurt at the end of the game. He messed up his. Uh, Shoulder, elbow, something like that. He's really that. starting to gain some respect throughout the league too. You he saw has a lot been, of guys yeah. on the Steelers dog, defense. Man. Yeah, he's a dog, and you know Eric Stokes. He's still making some rookie mistakes, but I, I still love him so much more than Kevin oh, you King. Mean, you mean this? And you mean catching the yeah. game ceiling interception? Like I still, this it, even without that, that did that. The optics, optics of that <laughs> were a little off. But, mad. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, but he has. He, I like him so much better than Kevin King already. But yeah, if if we lose Jair Alexander, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying oh my gosh, we're in trouble, but it obviously is a major piece. It obviously is a major piece, and uh, you know we might get passed on a little bit here uh, coming up. It definitely burdens the load so on the secondary. brings me to my final point, and we've kicked it back and forth. I still feel fantastic coming up, but the Packers are favored only three and a half to Cincinnati. You say you, you feel, you know, not to disrespect the Packers, but it's more <laughs> of a why the hell is it only three and a half? Yeah, because it could be because Jamar Chase could be eating our secondary up without Jair. Here's the thing. I was beating the Steelers drum on fucking Monday yep. show, Tuesday show. I am man enough to apologize as a fucking Bears fan to Packers Nation. I do believe you guys are back. I'll walk it, I'll walk it back a little bit, okay? My bad. But after that, why the fuck are you guys only favored by three yeah. and a half going into Cincinnati? It's that weird. makes no sense. It's weird. That plays into my analysis of I think the Bengals are going to be a scrappy, goofy team, and I don't think that this Green Bay defense is going to bury him. Maybe they know something about Jair already that he's going to be out. That's Maybe what they I'm know thinking. it's going to be rough. Maybe you hammer in that three and a half early because it might get down even shorter. 
I, I don't I'm, know. I, yeah, I, obviously, yeah, 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 obviously not you. I, but hundred percent though. But think here. about it, because if if it wasn't the Packers, my partner would be sitting there saying, "Fuck yeah, that line." If it was any other elite like, team, like the Rams or somebody, team, it's like yeah, yeah you you got uh, yeah, that has value all over the fucking place. So maybe they win. He might not talk know. about it as yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. They scrap back in the game, win by a field goal. He might not. But talk by, about his, it by his perspective, Aaron Rodgers defies that type of shit as far as ATS pretty often. That is my only like biased argument against that is that Aaron Rodgers says I don't care about your goofy line movement, I'm gonna win by at least a touchdown here. But I, I and that's just like I said, that's extremely biased. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. I don't, I don't know how accurate that is. But I, I mean, he I, just I did it last week. He just did it the other day in this game. Yeah, Mike yeah. Tomlin, underdog. Yeah. Oh what my have gosh, you, what have you done for me lately, league? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> can't just. You can't just. What, you can't you just. You can't just say a historical trend because they I'm just did it one time. Trend. Well, yeah, there, there you go. Kind of so like, I don't know. Yeah, you kind of are, but either way, I digress. Either way, um, he probably won't talk about it tomorrow. I probably will. I'll take a little bit more of a deeper look at it. What the fuck is going on in Cincinnati? Two more games to cover. Actually, only one because we already hit the game from yesterday: the Chargers and the Raiders. Last game, I thought I was already going to jump off that balcony with how many freaking commercials for this game there was and the homecoming, the return. Help from the other side. I am trying to get fried. I was thinking that song this morning before. <laughs> like, no, it was just in my head. Um, it was. It did get stuck in the old noggin, you know, not a dry eye in the place when old 12 came back. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New England, Pat Riots. Uh, the Bucks end up pulling one out. 1917, I had the spread on the Patriots. Actually, uh had the money line as well, and I bought back in live. So I bought into money- that under right before. I was loving it. I yeah, did buy into the under as well. Yeah, the money line is what burned me the most, though. I really thought they were going to get that job done and just oh, right yeah. there at the end. Um, Patriots, I don't know if they deserve to be favored by 10 and a half over Miami. I think Houston. so. Or Houston. Uh, well, Patriots oh, are, sorry. You, yeah, I, I, unless I, I heard you wrong. I said Tampa Bay. Okay. I, or I, meant, I meant Tampa Bay either way. I, Regardless. It, it, who the fuck knows? Because they fucking they play in this team, that team, to Tom Anyways. Brady, lefty, righty, center. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I don't deserve – I think that they deserve yet to be favored by ten and a half, but then again, I don't know that defense. <sighs> the Miami just, offense the is Miami offense. Ugly. Is it just I don't, know. I don't know. So I think I might stay away from Same. that one in general. I'm still a little concerned about if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play an elite team that I think that they will more often than not lose those games. Yeah, I believe you. And then you think about the Patriots. If they hung in that game with the box, dirty, nasty, scrappy New England weather game. I think that they can hang in there with just about anybody. And, you know, I look for the Patriots this upcoming week with the Texans now to the Patriots and the Texans. Them getting nine and a half. I don't know if they deserve nine and a half, but I can't not back Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback and Daddy Longneck Davis Mills bad bad quarterback quarterback. at that. So. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that when I'm going to have to do However, a little bit of deep dive. But. I, I tweeted it yesterday because I finally saw it yesterday. I believe it was the last quarter rookie quarterback to beat Bel- Belichick was Geno Smith. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm, so very maybe you got to dive into why that was, but I don't know. Yeah, very interesting, but I don't think it's going to be Davis no. Mills, my <laughs> no, friend. No, I'm laughing. So, and, and with the 1-3 Patriots team who still uh, likes their team, that yeah, they're, they're going to bounce back. Yeah, they need to uh, get the win, too, for sure. I'm not sure if that game's in New England. Or it's in Houston. It is in Houston, okay. Yeah. so I don't think that matters. I don't think though. it matters either. It might even play more into the favor of them <laughs> being in a dome. They can actually get that offense clicking. Um, 
all that being said, and make and make Houston's offense more predictable for the Patriots' defense. I we might have to look at that one. Who knows? I don't know. Color me interested. But that does it. Should happen. The dude. entire shit happens. <laughs> week four recap. There it is. The entire week four slate, all broken down by the crew. Everything in between. We covered it all. Now you know where we lie. Now you know the breakdowns. You know all the thoughts in general. Make sure you hit that notification bell and that subscribe button so you do not miss tomorrow's show. We'll be looking ahead. We'll continue on from some of the teasing points that we talked about from matchup to matchup with each of the week five matchups tomorrow. We'll do a full gambling preview and look ahead. We'll give you our thoughts. Early value. Excuse me. Goodness gracious. Early value we are uh, targeting. Some uh, some of the games that we are totally staying away from, and then uh, ones that we'll have to hash out live on the show because we got too many fucking question marks right. to figure it out ourselves. Mm, yep, we'll have all of that on uh, tomorrow's show. But for now, that does it for everything NFL breakdown gambling wise. TTL Pod from Week Four. Let's wrap up episode one thirty nine with the first portion. Border. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 139 of the TTL pod on this BEA beautiful October 5th, 2021. So nothing crazy, partner. Just wanted to have a quick chat about this AL wildcard game tonight. Got the uh, Yankees in Fenway Park here. Yankees minus 126. Red Sox right around plus 110. Over under is 8. Uh, as far as these wild card games, going back to 2012 when they started the one game wild card uh, in the AL, the home team four and four, nothing to draw there. The under though is five and three. Mm. Typically, obviously, you have uh, some fantastic pitchers, and we've got Garrett Cole, Nathan Eovaldi. Uh, Eovaldi, small sample size, but his playoff ERA is fantastic. It is only 2018, however. Eovaldi. Eovaldi, but it is only the 2018, but he was a, ma- a major part of why they I won that World Series. I shitting his pants in Boston. I don't. He I did don't. all year long, though. Big game. I'm, I mean, maybe I'm drawing too much from one playoff, but he was, it was, he was like, he has like a 1.2 something ERA over like four or five games in the 2018 playoffs. Garrett Cole has uh, the experience in these do or die games. Uh, I already took the first five under, under four and a half in this one. I do believe they are going to be tight through those. And then uh, I'm not sure where I'm leaning as far as the winner. Uh, it wasn't Evaldi. Who was the other fucking pitcher that. Uh... Garrett Richards, maybe? Ivaldi wasn't was. amazing. Maybe I mean, three seven five ERA, eleven and nine records. So. Three three four seven at home. He's got okay. he had a four two one on the road. That's what I thought. I thought he had like a closer to a four or five at home. I thought it was opposite no, of no. that. So I mean, not fucking well. Actually, world beating. One hundred seventeen Ks, only twenty two walks at home this year. Yeah, no, I, he's been two forty one OBA. So I I think it's, a, it's fuck. I miss handicapping baseball. Why is it gonna be such a it's fucking tough, bitch, though. dude? But I think this is Damn. this is a toss up. I want to have a little bit of action. I want to have a winner in this one, but I keep going back and forth. The Yankees in these wild card games. Red Sox have never played a wild card game. Yankees uh, the last uh, decade now are two and one in these games. Two of them are the two wins are the Twins and the A's. They absolutely own those teams. Mm. So I don't even know how much stock you can put in that. Mm. As far as historically between these teams, the Yankees are 12 and 11 in straight up games, playoff games versus the Red Sox. So maybe the Red Sox even it, or you can go on the other flip side. The Red Sox are 10 and 9 this year against the Yankees. So 
This is as close as they get, partner. Yeah, it's going to be bananas. I'm, I'm leaning towards backing Garrett Cole in a do-or-die game because this is why they pay that man the big bucks Agreed. for games like these. Agreed. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if he lays an egg in this game, then why the fuck is he in the rotation? I agree with you on that. I can't, uh, I can't disagree with you on that one at all. Um, man, I don't know if I have enough coyones to. Uh, and if I back, back it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's small money because I, you know, I, I don't have a strong opinion here, but I gotta have some, a uh, little bit of an action on the winner here. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look through here this afternoon because I, I saw done. a couple projections. It was like four point seven to four point six. So I, I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll see. I got some uh, video editing to do. Oh, episode number five of the Wise Words podcast, uh, coming out on Wednesday at noon, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow after uh, the live show is complete. Um, that just popped into the head while I we were sitting here talking about that because that is something I'm going to take a look at uh, after I get done with said video yes, editing. A uh, couple of key reminder seasons coming up. Quick, fast, and in a oh, hurry. Baby. We have more ticket cashing on the horizon, my friends. NHL season, including today, only seven days away. We're actually kind of already through the day. It's almost noon. It's almost into the afternoon, into the evening. Holy shit, it's going to be there, so it'll almost be six days. NBA season, including today, only 14 days away, my friends, and our favorite time of the year combined. My favorite time. Partner leans a little bit more to the NBA, but 35 You've been losing your mind since the NBA has been discussed. It's but because of the Bulls. The Bulls are slightly back. That's until why. the college basketball season. But then again, we also discussed it, and you only got like 150 fucking bets to my 800. Remember, we talked about that on the show. Oh yeah, on the I'm not trying to say. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to say I'm a bigger college basketball better than you. That's not what I'm saying. As a league, I do like college basketball more than the NBA. I still yeah, love the I NBA. Absolutely, yeah, I and I I could give two shits without the NBA. I mean, I like to cap it. I enjoy it. I love point spread games like that but and those sports i that's that's honestly too why i like college basketball so much but i did i just think the nba is just horse shit sometimes I and i love it honestly yeah i know <laughs> I you do it. i know you do so a shit show sometimes and i love it all right so there you go important uh days to remember so next tuesday nhl tuesday after that nba then 35 days approximately almost one month college basketball is back love it maybe we uh try and make a little another trip up to milwaukee and uh right around that time they got that doggone uh whatever tournament there is up there i don't know if there's any yeah i'm blanking like I, I think i know what you're talking about but yeah because we saw be. it on the billboard at the at the Pfizer form, we we were talking about right. that. Because I, I don't know if they have any like around the area here that they that they do like any big tournaments. Sometimes they do like the Duke, UCLA, UNC, and Ohio State. Sometimes they do that at the UC, the United Center. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about this year though. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, maybe if the Bears get over to Arlington a little bit faster and yeah, build yeah. a mega facility, we can oh, have baby. all of that shit there, baby. No kidding. Maybe uh maybe some updates for you guys coming from a location near there too. Um, shout out to Sorrentino's oh, Barbershop. Like, what the fuck? Shout out Sorrentino's <laughs> Barbershop. Uh, if you guys are watching all the way at the end of uh, the show here, if you turn it on later, uh, if you tune in earlier, whatever the case might be, appreciate you guys. Always give me a clean cut, my man, Danny. Uh, but the owner over there, Anthony, uh, he offered uh, us to do a live show sometime out of the shop. So we got a couple uh, couple ideas kicking around, little barbershop bets action, little something-something we got moving. And then uh, he's also really good friends with the owner of a pretty dope-ass bar and restaurant right across from where the Bears will be uh, slotting in. So 
maybe your boys get the foot in the door before everybody else gets some prime real estate over in the location. Who knows? Who's this at? Either way, appreciate you guys over at Sorrentino's, and uh, we will most definitely be uh, hitting you up for that live show mm. here sometime very soon. Once again, don't forget about Wise Words, episode number five. If you haven't checked out the rest of the episodes, check those out. Get you some knowledge, cold, hard, wise words pounded into your brain from some of the brightest, sharpest electric names in all of the sports gambling industry. I can't tell you guys how much I've learned just doing it with these guys. It's an absolute blast. Mm -hmm. So I suggest you tuned in. Tune in. It's been pretty damn fun so far. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have been growing our network rapidly because of this it's, uh, it's awesome <clears throat> so glad we decided to uh, branch out and do that second show as well final updates announcements partner if you want to look see if there's any uh late breaking news would you please hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell maybe you're uh, listening on a pod directory hit the subscribe button there as well hit the like button leave us a comment leave us a rating hit the share button send it on over to everybody that's you so please we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do only helps us keep making this thing we have coined ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you and at the very least if you don't have a bunch of social medias you don't have all of that jazz but you still love the ttl crew you love our insights and uh, you want more of our additional content just type in up there hit that plus sign that'll open up a new uh, browser window for you You just type in talkingtheline.com and uh, that'll have everything from the ttl crew on there <clears throat> just about anything you could want our blogs our additional content both of our podcasts all of our daily best bets everything in between Make sure you check it out all there, or you can just hit that Talk in the Line link tree, first link in this episode's description, and check out all of our social platforms, additional content, and the TTL website. Outside of that, any late breaking news, anything I missed, partner? Nothing going on, my man. I was hoping to find some more about Big Ben, but uh, nothing of the sort coming through to me. All right, so nothing at all. Well, let's uh, keep this proverbial podcast train, or let's let's change it up. Let's put the proverbial cherry on top of the proverbial Sunday that has been episode number 139 of the TTL pod with a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of kick in the ass, get you on through the rest of this Tuesday with my motivation minutes. All right. So if you tuned in yesterday, we talked about authenticity, most especially the quote, don't trade your authenticity for acceptance and not having to be with the crowd and finding the true version of you. And once you find that true version of you, stick into that and not allowing anyone, anything to change that. I wanted to build on that today and I'm going to continue to build on it tomorrow. Actually, I don't know who needs to hear this right now or who hasn't heard it yet and needs it a little bit more, but I've just kind of been uh, feeling talking about this, and I came across, uh, across, across, upon, across at the same, across, there you go. Uh, I came across this quote that I had back in 2018, and it's kind of when I started to unlock this mindset, and it's kind of wild how it's come full circle, and now I'm actually sharing the message and stuff like that, but um, it it builds on yesterday, and the quote is, don't be a public success and a private failure. Don't be a public success and a private failure. And I just thought that was so fitting with how yesterday um, yesterday was and how I kind of wrapped everything up and, and to kind of build upon that. I mean, that, that hits the nail on the head. 
are you a person who has to let everybody know everything that you're doing every moment of the day? Or are you a real G and you move in silence like lasagna? Only you can answer that question. But and I know you might be chuckling right now, but it's the truth. Do you have to be surrounded by a crowd when you have an accomplishment and everybody and everybody and everybody has to know or do you just make that accomplishment and keep moving on and get back to work and get ready for the next accomplishment? If, unfortunately, you fall on the side of you got to let everybody else know everything, I would be willing to bet that your private life isn't so damn hot. And I apologize if uh, speaking directly to you right now, but you got to start changing some things. You got to start turning some things around. And I, again, I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know uh, which one of you way in the back <laughs> needed to hear this today or to be authentic, but maybe too from the opposite perspective of that. Maybe if you, as I always talk about, are battling some adversity, are going down that path, you've been hitting fucking barricade after barricade after what the hell, when, am, when is my time? I'm giving the effort. When is my time? Oh. Sally Q fucking Smith just got the damn promotion that I've been working for so fucking hard. Oh, great. She's so successful. Everybody loves her. Maybe you rein that in just a little bit. Maybe Sally Q Sample doesn't have the best life outside of that big public success and promotion. Maybe she doesn't have the best home life with her family. Maybe she's a private failure with her family. Maybe with everything else she does. Who knows? Who knows? And that's the thing that you got to remember is that everything isn't always cracked up to what it seems to be. And I hope that if you're on the first side that I mentioned of maybe you're not being so authentic and maybe you're trying too hard to make everything seem rosy and pretty on the surface when everything below the surface is shitty and terrible and a dumpster fire and a half or maybe you're on the opposite side of that and you keep seeing everybody doing so great and oh their life's so good and blah 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 maybe it's really not at the same time i hope that you can utilize my words to apply that into your life i hope you can start to view it from that lens and that perspective and to realize that you should never have the intentions of being a public success, but a private failure. And a lot of that plays into authenticity. You should never be something you are not in front of a crowd just to make a crowd think that you're something great. And again, I don't know who needs to hear it, but my friends today, I want you to remember, don't be a public success and a private failure. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Great stuff as always, my man. About an hour and a half, so I won't give my two cents too much there. But uh, yeah, yeah, nailed it on the head once again. For sure. Just uh, <laughs> a little little something-something there. Uh, something for you to think about. Continue <clears throat> on with not trading your authenticity for acceptance. Don't be a public success and a private failure. Let's wrap up the show. Dan-dan-dan. Mr. Pau Gasol announces his retirement. He, I uh, do believe he might have wow. gone overseas last year, but nonetheless, he uh, 
Announces a retirement two-time champ, averaged 17 points and 9.2 rebounds in 1,226 regular season games with five teams, including a couple with our Bulls. Round of applause for the man. Yes, what a yes, fantastic yes. career. Big fan of Pau Gasol. Uh, yeah, dude was uh, one of the more underrated players of my lifetime, if I do say so myself. I would have to agree with you. The Gasol brothers always uh, always did it. Always got it rolling. Kind of like the Lopez brothers. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Even better. I would say, yeah. Uh, I'd say even <laughs> echelon yeah, higher Definitely than a step sure. up, yeah. But uh, hey, congrats, pal. Love to hear it. Love to see it. Good luck in retirement. Most definitely. Uh, outside of that, anything else I missed? No, sir, that's it. Anything else we haven't got? All right, my friends. Hour and a half, the usual show length for when we do these full recaps. And look-aheads, it's time to send you kind folks on about your Tuesdays the only way we know how. So one final time, strap in. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, from myself and Mags, thank you so much once again for choosing to stop by episode number 139 of the Talking the Line podcast on this so you don't have to check your calendar one final time. Beautiful October 5th, 2021. Outside of that, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate all of you, how much we see all of your support. We see your following. We know who you TTL faithful are, and we cannot tell you how much from the bottom of our hearts we appreciate each and every one of you. We're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep driving. We're going to keep going to the moon and making this thing bigger and better for each and every one of you. That does it for today's show. Nothing left to cover except one final bit of adieu. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, let's cash some tickets.